Welcome to the Good Fight Radio Show, a program dedicated to bringing you vital and uncompromised truths that you won't hear in the mainstream media, discussing contemporary issues in light of the Bible and how these issues relate to family, culture, and the church. The heart of this show is to glorify Jesus Christ and expose the works of darkness as he is commanded in Ephesians 5.11. Now here's your host, Good Fight Ministries' own Chad Davidson. So to discuss this very important topic is none other than the president and founder of Good Fight Ministries and pastor of Blessed Hope Chapel in Simi Valley, California, Pastor Joe Shim. Chad, I'm so glad we're talking about this because this has infiltrated thousands, perhaps, churches that are just basically getting the occult. They don't know about it. And if you're into the Enneagrams and you practice it, you've been assigned a number and sub-numbers and so forth, and you're all into it and you're checking this out, uh, I hope if you love Jesus, if you love God's Word, if you love the truth and you want to be right with God, keep listening because I believe God's divinely allowed you to hear this talk because He wants to open your eyes to basically a, a movement which we believe, and you're going to see, uh, has radical occult under, underpinnings and is all about, you know, spiritual warfare and you're on the wrong end of it. But praise God, God's given you this opportunity to be delivered from this because, Chad, there's churches that have their leadership take courses or actually find out what their Enneagram is so there'll be more successful leadership of churches. And it's just appalling what's going on, especially when you see, and we're getting into it, the roots of what this is all about. Yeah, and it's dangerous. And you have a lot of people, like if you go on Christian dating websites, you have a lot of girls and guys putting their Enneagram, Enneagram type number. And yeah. that will make them decide who whether or not they're going to be with a person yeah. by what their Enneagram type is. It's it's very, very concerning for a number of reasons just on the surface before we kind of, you know, get to see really where this whole thing started because it is quite interesting when we dig in and see the very foundations of these Enneagram types and this entire model. I mean, just from the start of it, when you look at this star-like thing with all the nine different points and so forth, it already looks like satanic yeah. just from the outset. I know I don't want to judge all, everything by appearances. we got to definitely dig into it, well, but yeah, it definitely looks symbolic. It, beyond satanic. And, and so I, I want to read, so maybe you've never heard of it, so I'm going to read from a definition found online, and I'll read from that, and then we'll talk about some of the people that claim to be Christian or otherwise and are pushing this on other Christians. But, quote, the Enneagram is a system of personality typing that describes patterns in how people interpret the world and manage their emotions. The Enneagram describes nine personality types and maps each of these types on a nine-pointed diagram, which helps to illustrate how the types relate to one another. The name Enneagram comes from the Greek. Enea is the Greek word for nine, and grama means something that's drawn or written. So, Joe, that seems totally fine, right? We got these nine, you know, descriptive personality types, and here we go. And, you know, there's two Greek words. Woo, that probably is Christian then. And so we really got to look into this because it seems like it's really safe stuff to do, right? Yeah, but when you look into it, you find out that it began with a mystic, Gurdjieff, very popular uh, mystic around the time of Crowley, Aleister Crowley's time. Both occultists, they, they knew each other, and he was into our inner divinity and discovering who we are and so forth and Sufism and all kinds of occultism. And uh, Peter Spensky was his disciple. And then uh, a guy by the name of Chazu uh, picked it up from him. And then it came all the way down to the guy who's popularized it. And by the way, when you go back to, you know, Gurdjieff and these guys, they basically, it was just like 
the symbol of nine, you know, uh, nine points and so forth. It had nothing to do with personality. Enter in another guy uh, who actually popularized it, who actually said each of these nine points represents a specific personality. And then he had sub uh, personality traits with the other numbers and so forth. His name was Claudio Naranjo, and he was a Bolivian mystic who founded the Arica School, a uh, bunch of New Age teaching. He taught at the Esalen Institute and uh, the Rica School was there in Chile and so forth. He was influenced heavily by the Gestalt Institute and who taught of our, about our inner divinity, uh, Kabbalah. He works in uh, occultism, occult numbers, and so forth uh, were integrated into his whole idea about the Enneagram, which is also occult knowledge and forbidden. And by the way, Kabbalah also teaches that we're all divine. We all have a spark of the divinity within us. This all goes back, Chad, this, this occult knowledge, this secret knowledge that you can know these things about yourself. Back to the Garden of Eden where Satan said, you know, to partake of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and you can be, you know, you're going to become as God. And that's what these guys were teaching. But it's just not the tree of knowledge of good and evil. It's through different types of occult practice. And the Enneagram is an occult practice that has been accepted in the church. Yeah, and it's interesting, too, because you brought up Sufism. And for those who have never heard of Sufism, that is the witchcraft form of Islam, Islam yeah. which is interesting when you think about this as a whole, when that's the founder of this, and like you said, it wasn't even the nine personality types. This was just occult stuff, yeah. and it continued to be, and now we have the Christianizing of it. So when we have a book, Joe, called Enneagram, The Christian Perspective, obviously it's going to show us some great renderings of how real believers could be following the Enneagram. Oh, and you know who wrote it, Joe? None other than Richard Rohr. A Franciscan friar, Roman Catholic, who's not even a good Catholic. He's he's a heretic because of the Catholicism, but he's a double heretic because he's denied the denied the, the crucifixion of Christ for our sins, uh, denies the, the you know the inerrancy of the Word of God. You know, denied all these things about Scripture. And he actually separates Jesus from the Christ, which is very New Age. Yeah, it's it's more than just it's New Gnostic. Age too. It's Gnostic. In yeah. fact, when you see. In 1 John, starting in chapter 1, really, when the first thing he's talking about is the fact that they've seen, they've touched, they've heard, they saw it with their own eyes, they touched this Jesus Christ, and this docetic view, which was the incipient version of Gnosticism, that separating Christ, the body and flesh of Christ, because the Gnostics would therefore believe what? That the flesh was evil and so forth, so the Christ couldn't the Christ um, Spirit just rested upon Jesus. Many of the Gnostics taught it, left at the crucifixion before he was crucified. So Jesus, the man, was just crucified, but the Christ wasn't. Jesus is the man separating Jesus Christ. He that denies that Jesus the Christ is Antichrist, the scriptures say. This guy's an Antichrist, and he basically was the conduit, right, Chad, from these occultists into the church, a uh, Franciscan friar, you guys. And, of course, he doesn't say, uh, you know, a, a Catholic perspective. He says a Christian perspective because he's seeking to deceive you. And one of the things that is quite alarming is this idea of the universal Christ, which is a docetic Gnostic view yeah. on, on Jesus Christ as Messiah. And this universal Christ is this spirit, as you mentioned, that just comes upon someone. And that's what Richard Rohr teaches. And that's what guys like Kevin Max, who was formerly of DC Talk, said they believed yeah. in, and other artists, even the guy who wrote the song Reckless Love, Corey Asbury, which, by the way, God's love is not reckless at all. And that guy suggested on his Instagram page to read the writings of Richard Rohr. And yeah. so many, Joe, of these people online in the Evangeli, you know, stuff. It's, a, it's a demonic spirit. You know? Oh, it is really and it's dangerous. it's working through the Enneagram. And it's working through. And I want to give you evidence of that, by the way. And don't think it stops there. In fact, Joe, at Liberty University, 
at the convocation, Darren and Arnie Patrick, huge conservative evangelical, quote unquote, uh, university, went out and said specifically regarding the Enneagram. Here you go. You guys can hear it right here, promoting this stuff to all the students there at Liberty University. We're really excited to be here today to talk a little bit about the Enneagram with you. Um, we know that in a group this big that there are going to be a lot of different perspectives even coming in. And so I just want to talk through a little bit of that. I know that some of you are very excited about the Enneagram, right? Yes. You probably know your type. You probably know your wing. You might know your subtype. You know what all the arrows mean. You know what the triads mean. We could get into stances. We could talk about all the things, right? And you love to talk about all the things. Our goal today is to equip you to think critically about the Enneagram so that you can use it well. Okay, I'm going to say that again. We want you to be critical thinkers. Let's really think about this tool so that we are able to use it well. And it doesn't stop there, Joe. In fact, you know, we did a show a number of years ago called Beth Moore is Dangerous. And the reason was we saw that separating. And if you haven't seen it, we just did a show on whether or not Paul contradicted Jesus. But one of the things that she was doing, not that she would go that far as to say that, but one of the things she was doing was almost pitting Jesus against the Apostle Paul when it comes to Holy Writ and not really understanding the doctrine of Scripture, not yeah. understanding the doctrine of inspiration, not understanding the Scriptures that we're reading. But nonetheless, she was kind of all over the map. And now she's left the Baptist uh, tradition and moved over to the Anglican yep. Tradition, and here's what she had tweeted, and you got to see this because who replied to her is really interesting as well. Beth Moore tweeted out, I'm line dancing all by myself in my kitchen while cooking. If that ain't an Enneagram 7, I don't know one. And who else decided to retweet to her and write back to her? None other than Russell Moore. He was the head of the ethics there for the SBC, but uh, he himself... Interesting enough, on uh, Reformation Day, that's the Southern Baptist Convention, right? Southern Baptist Convention uh, on SBC Day, he put uh, two bobbleheads of the Pope Francis yeah. and Martin Luther, and said he's about reconciliation. Uh, not realizing that we're still protesting the doctrines of Rome, but nonetheless, in fact, even more so. I maybe now, hopefully, we continue, but <laughs> um, uh, yeah, because we don't like the infant baptism either. There, but nonetheless, let's. Uh, this is what he responded. I'm listening to sad songs about death and suffering. So Enneagram 4 here checking in. First of all, man, that is just some weird talk. Yeah, so sad, <laughs> I mean, It's so uncomfortable it to grieves read. the Holy Spirit of God. And, Not that they have the Holy Spirit, but uh, let God decide where they're at with them. Yeah, no, this is ugly stuff. And you see this going on. You see this being perpetuated. You see it pushing down the evangelical Did Paul realm. say to James, I'm an Enneagram 2 and you're an Enneagram 6? No, he didn't say that. No, he did not, Joe. And and, and this just seems, it's creepy to me. One, especially, Joe, as we get into somewhat of the history behind it. Yeah. In, in fact, you already mentioned a couple of different names. And we need to figure out where the real source of this thing comes from. And in fact, we're going to play a clip here with Claudio Naranjo, where he actually admits 
how he actually got the nine types that people that Russell yeah. Moore and Beth Moore are talking about and where the real source of this whole thing is, which by the way, in that same interview, he talks about how it's how it's really novel. There's really no ancient this or yeah. that. And let's uh because we're probably not gonna play enough of it to where you're gonna hear this. You'll probably hear a little snippet of it, but it shows you what liars these guys are, okay? He admits in this clip, you won't see the entire clip, but I'll just sum it up so you won't have to hear the whole thing. But he actually admits that, hey, we I built the whole lie around it. You know, I, I claimed it was from Sufism. I claimed it was by from the ancient Babylonians, you know, and so forth. And I made up all these stories about it. He said the reason he did that is because he wanted to become famous. He quotes Oscar Wilde, you know, tribute something that you come up with to some other famous person if you want it to lodge. These guys are liars, you guys. And But then he says where he really got it. At the conference, I told them I had made up this tale that all this came from millennia ago and, from, and the disinformation came from the Sufis. Yes. I told him that actually Oscar Richardson had not described any of the enneotypes either. Actually in the uh, uh, seven months we spent with him, he devoted about six hours to talk about the enneagram, but he never came to describe any one of the types. That was right. that came in Arica, Chile. In Arica, Chile, yeah. 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 So that yeah. came from my own observations, but mostly from automatic writing. It automatic came, writing? Yeah, it came to me through automatic writing. What did? Uh, the, the specific information and it's any types. Ab, ab, about any types, which yes. I then verified through observation, right. because I was surrounded by people right. I was teaching and exploring with. And I had, <clears> I had <throat> friends in Arica who told me essentially the same story, yeah. That John there Hilly. was no mention of no others besides. You yes. said there was no mention of any types except from you. Yes. So that you were the origin <clears throat> of the enneotype concept, and you were the origin of the word enneotype. Yes. You suggested it, and I adopted yes. that idea. So, Joe, we have some channeling going on yeah. here. Doctor uh, of Demons, folks. If you're in enneagrams <laughs> right now, you should just say, "Lord God, help me. I'm thankful. I'm watching this. I need deliverance." By your grace, because you're doing a demonic practice. Yeah, that's the most important thing here is that we're not trying to, you know, damn you to hell. We so love you. Speak. We're grateful to reach you if you're into this. But there are entire Christian podcasts dedicated to the Enneagram. I mean, this stuff has really infiltrated. I mean, that's at some of the young, uh, at the, col the college level, college students passing this stuff around. And I'm not saying you get sent a test and you take it and, oh, okay, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, they're, they yeah, have as much weight. in Christian leaders, man. Yeah, and they have as much weight as the what kind of potato are you? I mean, honestly, uh, when it comes to all of these different tests and when you when you look at it, we, we've talked about the Barnum effect even on on some of these, yeah. you know, a astrology. Yeah, it's like the Zodiac. Well, the Zodiac. you have to be a Virgo. Yeah. You can always find things that will line up, but yeah. that wasn't from God. It's not God's intention. This is all demonically inspired. The Bible warns, Chad, 1 Timothy 4, 1, it says last times, uh, you know, Actually, Second Timothy chapter three says, "Last time terrible things will, uh, last days terrible uh, times will come, or difficult times will come." But in First Timothy four, it says the Holy Spirit speaks expressly that last times or later times or latter days uh, there will be doctrines of demons and seducing spirits, and that's what this guy is channeling spirits. He claims a spirit named Megatron had he channeled that spirit and wrote it out. And this guy's into mysticism. He's not even assigning it to Christ. He's not even saying it's anything to do with Christianity, and yet these guys are buying it hook, line, and sinker. And it is so, so serious to start making decisions in life over this. You know, we've we've counseled, you've counseled a lot more than I have on marriage, but my wife and I have counseled people and, well, we're just not each other's types. I'm like, well, are you married? 
Well, and okay, well, guess what? The Bible says, Jesus says specifically that what God brings together, let no man separate. And the two become one flesh. And the mystery of Christ blows away any kind of humanistic. And this thing Ephesians 1 and 2. This is a satanic right? philosophy. Yeah. And it's not even marriage. We're just talking about becoming a part of the commonwealth of Israel in Ephesians 1 and chapter 2 and be, and getting all those blessings. Then we see in Galatians chapter 3 about specifically being in Christ that there is neither male nor female nor Jew nor Greek. If you don't have everything in common with a brother or sister in Christ, yeah, your identity Jesus is, in Jesus is not, now, not the, the, the commonality. That's the biggest thing is that are you in Christ? If you are in Christ, then that person is your type. Yeah. I will guarantee it. I'm not a two or four or nine or a six or something some demon gave to him through channeling, man. If you know Jesus, you're a Christian. It's a bunch of hogwash, man. That'll just it's just meant to confuse you and lead you away from Christ. In fact, Chad, I I I get a little fired up over this because I had a sister, uh, Lamb. Uh, her and her mom, uh, she called me from Idaho when they first moved out there, and she ended up at a big mega church there in Idaho. I don't know what specific town if it was it was it was at, but uh, she basically was like, "Joe, help me. They're all in enneagrams in this church," and, the, and I've talked to the pastor about like, "Wait a minute, I've looked into this and it has a cult background and." And she said, the pastor said, well, we believe we could do that here, you know? And she was like, they don't even love truth. They're not even looking into it. He didn't even really know the origins of it. That's honestly embarrassing. You know, one of the things, because we're talking about even when Paul wrote to the church in Philippi, he wanted their love to abound in all real knowledge and in all discernment. He wanted their love to abound in true yeah. knowledge, in true knowledge, that we have that loving relationship with Christ and in all discernment. And just Amen. throwing this stuff out and just saying, well, at this church, it's okay. And it reminded me when you said that, Joe, of when you were a younger Christian and you said, you know, tongues are being done out of order and everything at this church. And you go to the pastor and you say, hey, this is not biblical. What's yeah. going on? Well, you know, we, we've we've matured past that. When you start maturing past scripture or when you start needing this other identity tool or whatever it is, guys, this is what gives way to Catholic doctrines, Mormon doctrines. And now doctrines of demons, not that they all aren't, but all of these things take place when you're needing to adding a plus to the Bible, adding a plus to, oh, it's just, this is the kind of person I am and so forth. Well, the kind of person you need to be is a person of the spirit and not of the flesh. Amen. And this stuff is beyond dangerous. And so, Joe, since you're talking about a church and you know someone specifically dealing with this in a, in a church where, hey, these types are being pushed, especially the young people. Uh, for guys that I've talked to that are trying to find girls, uh, you know, and, and so forth right now, they're like, you have no idea how many girls are into this stuff. And it's mm. like, wow. Yeah. So, Joe, what are some of the reasons that Christians, unlike what Richard Rohr, the Christian perspective written by a Franciscan priest who's really a Gnostic, what are some of the reasons that Christians should not get involved in the Enneagram? Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to give you a, a, a bunch of good, important reasons not to get involved with the last 10 minutes that we have or so here. And I'm going to encourage you along with Chad because, uh, I mean, you at this point, when you just heard the guy who basically developed the types and turned these points, these nine points, into personality types, he says that it was through automatic writing that he got this information. And he, is, he denies that Jesus Christ died and paid for our sins, that we need his salvation uh, that should be enough right there, because if you're a Christian, you should be saying, I want nothing to do with doctors of demons. And praise God, I've read some really good testimonies, Chad, from people that have come out of the Enneagram movement and have seen the truth. When they've seen that video clip that we just played, they were like, whoa, I had no idea. These were people that were evangelists for the Enneagram, and it blessed my heart that they've come out of it. 
And I'll just give you uh, some reasons that I think in any two or three of these reasons should suffice. But you know what? Uh, I piled them up because we so much want you to see the truth. Number one, because it's rooted in demonic or occult teaching. Uh, we've already proven that, you know, it's rooted in demonic and occult teaching. The guy who uh, did it, he channeled it, okay? He says it came through automatic writing, okay? That's the kind of stuff that Satanist Aleister Crowley did, okay? That's what Joseph Smith did. That's what a bunch of occultists have done. Uh, and he was, these were occultists. Number two, because the man I, who identified the types uh, also admitted that he made up a bunch of lies about where it came from. So, you know, can a, can a bad tree bear good fruit, Jesus says? Mm. Obviously not. So you're going to contradict Jesus if you think it could. If you believe his origin stories that he also threw out there like Sufism or, or came from Babylon, well, God calls us out of Babylon, right? He says, come out of my people as you partake of her sins and of her plagues. The Enneagram Chad becomes a license to sin. And because guess what? Well, yeah, well, of course I did that. I'm a number six. You know, that's what number sixes do. That's just who I am. I'm a number six. No, you're not supposed to be conformed to your supposed demonic number that given to an Enneagram by a demonic spirit. It's supposed to conform to Christ. Okay, that's another you thing. Know, you know, Joe, I, I remember there was a there was a guy who actually spoke at a church and when someone confronted him on the way he was acting, afterwards he was like, Well, this is just who I am. This is who I am. Yeah. And it's like, Well, you're just of the flesh then. You're just an angry person, you know, taken over by those things. Mm. And so it's not even that this is just one more tool that the enemy could use yeah, to just be like, this is my type. It's yeah. just who I am. Or I was born, a, I'm a Sagittarius. I'm a nefarious, Pisces. Oh, I'm a Leo. That's why I do this. It's Give me a ridiculous. Break. That's Satan's lies. Man. Oh, 100%. And 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, you know, that there's no temptation that's taking you, but that which is common to man. But God is faithful with the temptation. will also give you a way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So God gives us victory through temptation. We get the victory through him, not through knowing our Enneagram number. If you go into the Enneagram, you hold fast to that, and you get into this vain philosophy that's not biblical, that's actually demonic, you're not holding to Christ. You're not holding the head. You're not holding his word. You're not putting his authority above all else. And if you are, you, would, you wouldn't go for that because you say, you know what? That's contrary to Scripture. It has demonic origins. In fact, Colossians chapter 2, verse 19 says, They have lost connection with the head, that is Jesus, from whom the whole body, supported and held together by its ligaments and sinews, grows as God causes it to grow. And Colossians 1 Chapter 1, verses 21 through 23, Paul talks about, I, I want to present them to Christ blameless and holy, right? But then he warns them, he says, if indeed you continue, in verse 23, he says this, if indeed you continue in the faith, firmly established and steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel that you have heard, which was proclaimed in all creation under heaven, and of which I, Paul, was made a minister. In Colossians 2, 8, along these lines, he says, see to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy, i.e. Enneagrams, any other kind of demonic doctrines, uh, and empty deception according to the tradition of men, according to the elementary principles of the world, rather than according to Christ. For in him, all the fullness of the deity dwells in bodily form. And in him, you have been made complete. And he is the head over all rule and authority. We are complete in Christ, man. We don't need Enneagrams. We don't need the Zodiac. We don't need psychoheresy. We don't need any of these things. Yeah, what could be more vain philosophy yeah. And traditions of men and all of these things. What could be more than that than something that was literally automatically written, stolen from somebody else as well, and automatically written by somebody who denies the very gospel of Jesus Christ? I mean, come on, guys. Let's be serious about this. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because in Galatians, Paul says, you know, that they receive the Holy Spirit by faith. Are you now being made perfect, perfect by the flesh? And the obvious answer is no. We are to be led by the Holy Spirit, not by occultism. 
Jesus said in John chapter uh, 16, verse 13, but when he, the Holy Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you in all the truth. He's the one that we need. He is our helper. He is our counselor. He is our comforter. Uh, we need the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and the Word of God. God has already given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. You don't need Enneagram to be perfect. In fact, Peter says in 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 4, seeing that his divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness. Not almost everything, but you'll need the Enneagram, you know, 19 centuries later when a guy channels a demon. Through the true knowledge of him was called us by his own glory and excellence. For by these he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises, so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. You may say, well, yeah, okay, it has demonic origins, but but there's some good stuff that can come out of it. You know what? God warns, for instance, in Deuteronomy chapter 13, 1 through 5, Chad, that if a false prophet comes among you and he is a dreamer of dreams and he gets this like occult knowledge, right? And the dream even comes to pass. It's like, wow, he said this dream and it came to pass, but he tells you to go after other gods. He goes, you know, don't follow him. God's testing you to see if you love God with all your heart. And guess what? God will allow certain things to happen through the occult world and so forth, and Satan will, is very active in that world. You'll say, wait, that actually happened. Well, guess what? You're still being tested to see if you'll follow the Lord or you'll follow the doctrines of demons. And this we've already established by the admission of the guy that developed the nine types that he got it from the spirit world. The word of God is more than sufficient. We don't need enneagrams, brothers and sisters. Uh, the scriptures say, Paul says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, all scripture is inspired or breathed by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. God's word is sharper than any two-edged sword, dividing bone and marrow, spirit and soul. Chapter 4 of the book of Hebrews, verse 12. I love Psalm 119, 105. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. God's word transforms us and God's Holy Spirit transforms us. And that's who we need in our lives and his word in our lives to bring transformation. In fact, Hebrews, I'm sorry, Romans chapter 12 says, we're not to be conformed to the world in verses one and two, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. God is the one who sanctifies us, not knowledge of Enneagrams. God's words warns not only of doctrines of demons and seducing spirits in the end times, which we're seeing that we're dealing with, but he also warns in 2 Timothy chapter four, verses three and four, Paul warns about those who will tickle people's ears Tell them that what, what they want to hear so they'll get self-focused. They'll get their eyes off the Lord onto themselves. And that's what Enneagrams do. They tickle people's ears. It's like, oh, this explaining who I am and so forth. It's just like we said, like the Zodiac. It just And it's heartbreaking. Enneagrams do indeed get your focus on yourself. Your ears get tickled. Then your focus does become, man, what number am I? What's my sub number? How to relate to people based on this number? Instead of getting the Word of God, you're studying Enneagrams. You get all these books on Enneagrams. And the sad thing is, is Jesus warned you to deny yourself. Not get all focused on yourself. Take up your cross, follow him daily, amen? That suddenly leads to the worship of demons. How so? Well, demons allow themselves to be worshiped through uh, enticing people, through erecting philosophies, uh, systems, uh, uh, high things that exalt themselves against knowledge of God, which we're supposed to cast down in the name of Jesus Christ. And this is a system that's been erected from the spiritual world by this man's admission as he channeled these entities and so forth. And by doing these things, you're serving them, these spirits. You're not serving the one and true living God. And Jesus said to Satan, get behind me. He says, it's written, you shall worship the Lord thy God and serve him only. We are commanded by God to renounce the occult. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 21, Paul says, you can't drink at the cup of, you can't drink at the, cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. In verse 31, he says, let's do everything to God's glory. And in Acts chapter 19, what happened in verse 19 there with their occult books, Chad? They what did burnt they do? them up, even though it was worth a lot of money. They That's burnt right. Stuff up. So maybe we should uh, burn these up at least. At the very least, we should throw them away. Or at least delete up. the app. God called us to be separate. And what fellowship does light have with darkness, he says. 
because it's a Gnostic. Gnosticism was about discovering your true self, you know, underneath this fleshly, this, this flesh, you know, that was created by Yahweh that's evil and bad. What's your true self? And this is all about using occult knowledge to find out who your true self is because it is divination. Uh, divination is using occult means to find out who you are or to find out the future or to find out some occult knowledge. In fact, I quote from the Encyclopedia of New Age Beliefs and Practices on Divination. It's an attempt to predict and control one's future or to gain access to hidden information psychically by the assessment of various indicators, such as the occult meaning of numbers or use of particular elements, i.e. the Enneagram. The Enneagram chains you into a prison because all of a sudden, guess what? I'm this number. And all of a sudden, I define myself by this number and this other subset, and I become imprisoned by this. But Jesus said, you know, the truth and the truth will set you free. And the Son has set you free. You'll be free indeed. Colossians 2.3 tells us, quote, in Christ are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. True wisdom comes from Jesus. Second Peter chapter 4, after he says that we have everything that pertains to life and godliness, tells us how to add these various virtues to become more like Christ. And it's through that that we don't fall and we have a blessed life. And it's Jesus that gives us life. Satan is the one who goes about as a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. And he uses false doctrines, doctrines of demons, to devour your soul. Last one I'll give you is because we're not to leave ourselves exposed to the false teachings of demons. But Paul said to be strong in the Lord, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might and to put on the whole armor of God that you may stand against the schemes or the wiles or the methodia, the methods of the devil. And then he goes on to say that we're supposed to take up the whole armor of God uh, so that we can stand in the evil day. We love you guys. We just want you to know Jesus. We want to see you on the other side, man, in the heavenly kingdom. You've been listening to the Good Fight Radio Show brought to you by Good Fight Ministries. If you're blessed by this show and would like to partner with us, please consider visiting our Patreon page at patreon.com goodfight. Or you can write to us at P.O. Box 2202, Simi Valley, California, 93062. Or call us toll free at 1-866-JC-TRUTH. That's 1-866-528-7884. We hope you'll tune in next time on the Good Fight Radio Show.